Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and we've got a really cool guest today, Linda. She's very angelic. Um, I just dig angels. I think, um, you know, I have all these angels that I've had since I was a little girl, mostly Christmas angels or angel ornaments. So to get this book uh, from from Tarcher Penguin uh, this week, The Angels, Definitive Guide to Angels from Around the World, it's a real thrill for me to be able to talk to an angel expert. Well, I've got I've got angels in my house too, um, but I don't really understand angels, so I think this is going to be a great opportunity to find out more about them. Uh, you know, I am. I'm so excited. Well, I got this book in the mail, and I want to tell everybody it's pretty. I, and I have a thing about books. I love books. And um, one of the things I like most about this book is it's got a beautiful cover. It's it's like creamy white, and it's it's like in blue and gold. So those are really great colors that speak to me. But the one thing I want to note, Linda, because you know me and my, my, my biblio, whatever it is, philio, <laughs> something like that, is that there's so much detail in this book. It's laid out beautifully. Like I, it reads like a piece of music and it's visually, you know, sometimes a definitive guide can be like a big dictionary and kind of cumbersome and hard to read. And there's so much attention to detail in here um, that you can read it and follow it. And the text isn't crammed in together like a lot of big books are so that you can read it and highlight it and make notes, which I've started to do. So kudos to the author um, and kudos to Penguin Tarcher for putting together a beautiful piece of work. I love when books come like art. Terrific. Well, I just want to talk to you because I don't know if you if you read the book or saw the movie, but I was uh, in Connecticut this weekend and um, I was on Netflix, so I always check Netflix to see what cool movies I can find. And I found The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album. Now, I mean, it was a book, and they made it into a movie, oh, gee, probably 10 or 11 years ago, but I had never seen it. And, um, he, you know, I guess he was most famous for that Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah. Yeah, but th- uh, this one was just, it was it was beautifully done, and I really, really, I mean, I just was glued to the set uh, because it just... I guess it made so much sense to me, and it was everything that I believe, and here it was in a movie, um, so Mitch Album really has a connection, oh my gosh. And basically, it, it's, a, it's a, when you pass on, when you leave human form and, and, and go to the next realm, you meet, his, his, his idea was you meet five people. 
five people that were instrumental in your life, even though you may not know it. And the purpose of all of that is to make sense of your life and the things that happen to to you and so that you can be at peace. It's, remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the Hall of Records. When you die, you yeah. go through this whole thing and you review your life. Well, this was kind of like that, but the purpose of it was, again, to to you know if you're carrying your anger or or guilt or uh ideas that you weren't enough or that your life was wasted these five people in 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 Mitch's movie turned him around to show what a valuable life he had and how the things that had tortured him all his life weren't really the way he believed them to be. And so it was all clarified, and it was, you know, I I, I believe we're all going to go through that, so it was, it was kind of, it was very, very um, satisfying to see it on, um, on in the movie. And it wasn't sad? Like, the reason I didn't watch it, I saw it on Netflix this weekend too, but I didn't watch it because I thought it was sad. So I can watch it and not cry? No, it's not sad. It's it's okay. um I I would say more enlightening than sad. Okay, so the, so these celestial beings or these people that they meet, they were dead people from his life that yeah, came yeah. to talk to him and and like Well, they so were five, could... they were five people that were also passed over, but they they you know, they meant something to his life uh big time and but he but maybe not in the way that he thought. You know, maybe anger then turned to gratitude, or maybe uh, maybe guilt turned into um, a gift. You know, so, um, everything was turned around because, as humans, we you know we we don't see things that clearly. There's so much more, and what we go through life believing, you know, becomes our life. And maybe it doesn't make any sense to us. And, and then, you know, then after, after it's over, it, you know, it did make sense to us. So maybe, you know, we do better next time around. I, it's not sad. It's, it's, it's quite beautiful, actually. And John okay. Voight was, was the main character, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was great. I just wanted to uh, put that out there if anybody, you know, everyone seems to have Netflix these days. So <laughs> it's currently on Netflix. Well, yeah, I'm going to watch it because I had I ticked over it because it seems sad to me. And, you know, um, I, you know, but I'm, I'm glad that you said it wasn't sad because I'll watch it and I'll look into it. Because every time we do these shows, you know, whether they they are, you know, about numerology or we've had psychics, we've had shamans, we've had, you know, energy healers, energy medicine experts and color healers, all sorts of different things and near death experts, um, you know, the more I learn about this, it's like, you know, when you stick your head underwater and open your eyes for the first time in a mask and you see there's a whole nother world out there, but there's a whole nother world out there with all this stuff. And I'm just like a little kid in a candy store going, wow, look at that. You know, this is so cool. Well, absolutely. I mean, and you're having your own personal experiences too. So, I mean, you can, you can really relate to there's more than what we, what we think we know. And, and just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing that's always intrigued me about angels and, and our, you know, book today that we're going to talk about this definitive guide to angels from around the world is, 
you know, angels are around in everything. Like, you know, not only are they like in major religions, like you have them in Christianity, you have Judaism, you know, Islam, and then you go to the Native American Thunderbirds. Like I have this, uh, my friend's a Native American and she gave me an angel one time and it was like an Indian angel. That's what I called it. But, but, you know, when you see these things showing up in especially in literature and you see it in ancient texts and you see it in rituals and things like that and they're just and it transcends like countries and borders and education and all these things my thing is always there's got to be something to it you know what i mean there's got to be something here because we all can't be under this grand illusion of whatever it is when we speak different languages, we have different beliefs, we're geographically isolated. And then you take through periods of history how these things propagate. So I'm really excited that somebody finally started getting a handle on this. Well, I, and I would like to take the religion out of it because <laughs> religion, um, as we can see what's going on in the world right now, religion ends up into so many not good things, wars and, and killings and bombing, because if, if, if somebody's different from you, then, oh, my God, they're to be feared. You know, and, and so I, I, I would like to just believe that all of these celestial beings are around us, but that there's no real religious connotation to it. They're just there to, to protect us, to guide us, to uh, make us realize how powerful we are and not any in the religious sense. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And it's funny because I, you know, I always take the opposing seat just naturally, you know, because that's, that's who we are. But I find it comforting that angels appear in Christianity and Judaism and Islam and, and, you know, with some of the Native American beliefs. Because I look at it and go, no matter how corrupt man has made these things, they're still showing up different places. Like, to me, that's really cool and unifying. And, you know, it just shows that that we're all part of a bigger something. Yeah, well, we are all part of a bigger something. But, uh, you know, when I when when you look at, you know, things like ISIS and, and all of the, the different sects around, you know, they just they scare the bejesus out of you. And, and, and I don't know what they believe, but obviously they believe only in the way to salvation is to go out and kill people and then blow yourself up. <laughs> you know, well, so I, yeah. I don't think the angels are sending down that message. No, no, definitely. Well, I don't know. I mean, I hope not. But um, I didn't get that from from Marianne's book. Um, but the other thing that's cool about this, and then I'll take us to commercial break, because I'm a doer. I, I need to have a ritual. You know, when people would tell me to get over the death of my mom or to get over my divorce or get over whatever I need to get over, I need you to spell it out for me. I need you to, you know, have me open up a can of soup, burn it three times, spin around and dance on my head. That's what I need to do. Um, things. I can't just sit down and meditate or I can't just sit down and do things. And so there's lots of meditations and rituals in this book, Linda, which you know is right up my alley. I will just try anything. And it's been been so much fun. Good. I'm glad. That, you know, I have a lot of questions, so, you know, we'll, we'll get to them. Um, but, you know, we all, we, we, like you say, we always see things a little bit differently. So I really, I need some explanation. 
Absolutely. Well, and our guest today is an award-winning French author. She's a speaker and a screenwriter. Um, and her book is Angels, the Definitive Guide to Angels from Around the World. And I can pronounce her first name right, Marie-Ange, but it's, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to butcher it, but it's Fougerola, F-A-U-G-E-R-O-L-A-S. She can make fun of me when we get back from the break, but she has gotten uh, released more than 13 books and she has um, not only esoteric and spiritual, but she also has supernatural dramas and historical romance, which makes her right in my wheelhouse. We're going to meet her when we come back from the break, and we're going to talk to uh, the expert in angels, because it doesn't get any better than this. And uh, for more shows like this, uh, Powered Up Talk Radio, this is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. You can check us out on iTunes, because there's lots more shows like this, a lot more different topics. And when we come back from the break, we're going to demystify angels. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. 
Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and the topic of today is angels, and we have with us Marie-Ange Fogerla. She wrote the definitive guide to angels from around the world, and when we were on break, Linda and I were talking to Marie-Ange because here's something unique and different about Marie-Ange that's not typical of most writers. Now, i got to tell you, this is a big, thick book. It's 500 pages long. Beautifully done. But she is a mother of five and wrote this big book in four months. And, you know, Marianne, I'm really picky. I tend to take a, a highlighter sometimes and I'll I'll make notes where authors make mistakes or there's typos and I'll let the publishers know because I'm me and I like to do those things. But I haven't been able to find errors in here. And I want to know how you wrote this book with five children. <laughs> well, I wrote it, um, like I told you before, in four months. Um, my children were grown-ups, so it's easier. Obviously, I didn't have small kids. Um, but still, it was a, str- a very strange atmosphere because it was a lot of fun around me, and it was a supernatural energy coming over me all the time. I was infused with it. It was angelic and I was about to tell you the story that I performed a ritual from the book myself for a friend of mine who was sick. And I performed this ritual and the end, the end of the ritual, what happens in the end, I didn't know, I had no idea when I wrote it, what it was. And if you don't experience the ritual, it's impossible to write it. And I had written it without knowing So this is the proof, the evidence, piece of evidence that this was really written in connection with the angels. And that was the most amazing part of this book. And I should say it's more than a book. It's really an angelic energy because I really channeled a lot of rituals, a lot of prayers that came to my mind very easily. And I have a little surprise for you today. Um, Just before uh, the show, I was preparing myself, meditating, and all of a sudden, as very often it happens, um, I received the name, it popped in my mind, of an angel. He's an archangel, very strong and powerful. And I would like to tell the audience that this archangel, his name is Tzadkiel, and he's very strong and powerful. He's an archangel, a high-level superior archangel, and he is here with us today and spreading his energy around us, over us, everywhere. Okay, I, I mean, that, that's, so what is wow, he, yeah, thank you ahead, for sharing. What does he do? Uh, he's, he has a specialty that I absolutely like. Um, it's prosperity and abundance. Therefore, when you pray to this archangel, he brings you prosperity, abundance. He helps you for very materialistic purposes. For instance, uh, you can reimburse your loans. I'm not saying that you snap fingers, it's going to happen. Um, because angels help us if we help ourselves. Uh, I, I would not say to everybody, oh, just pray to the angels and everything is going to be perfect in, in, a, in a split second. This is not true and never happens to anybody. It happens in case of great danger when you are, you know, about to have a car accident, then angels intervene. However, if it's for material goods, you need to do something. And I think uh, this is what I call how you transform your free will in goodwill. And when you switch from I have a free will 
to do good things, it's then therefore it becomes the goodwill. And I think it's very important when you work with angels to have this goodwill to say, mm. all right, you're here with me. I'm so grateful that you are here with me. I'm going to do anything to be successful and to succeed in what I want to do, what I aim. I will reach my goals because you're with me, because you support me, and I will do whatever I need to do, whatever it takes to get there. Mariage, this is Linda. Um, I have a question. I, I think for a lot of our listeners, um, I think we have to kind of start at the beginning. And like, how would you define an angel? And have angels ever been in human form? Hello, Linda. Hi. Um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, for me, it's absolutely obvious. Angels have never been humans except two times maybe three four times at the maximum very very high spiritual level prophets from the scripture like Elijah and Enoch who was a patriarch from the bible these two are um have been humans before being angels. And it's written in the Bible, their story. They were taken by God before their death and transformed into angels. But I absolutely know there is no angel on earth. I'm sorry to say this, but that's true. Angels belong to the celestial realm. They are beings of light and energy. They can take human forms. They're not. When you see angels in life, it's, it happens, and I have stories about that, but they are not initially, basically, a structure, their structure is not human, it's energy and light. So I'm very clear on this point. Okay, that's, that's great. And I have one more question. Um, are they kind of hovering around in a parallel universe that's just above the earthly plane, um, or are they, like, further up the ladder kind of I see what you mean. Uh, they are in their plane. Uh, it's a plan. Uh, it's, they are in this realm. It's very difficult to locate this place. It's, it's a place of energy. So it's, mm -hmm. I cannot tell you it's uh, on the ground. It's in the sky. It's something that we cannot see, touch. It's intangible. However, it exists. And I always um, uh, think in these um, uh, things in a way that we need to have images to understand. For instance, imagine that they are aliens and we are on Earth. And when aliens arrive on Earth, they can go everywhere. They have no specific spot they want to land. So this is what they are. They're not aliens, they're angels, but they come from another planet, which is another realm. So it's very, very practical. They come to us, but they don't live with us. They have another dimension where they where they dwell, their, their abode is not with us. It's in an energetical place. There is energy, there is light, there is love. And I will call it heaven. Okay. Um, so I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I absolutely believe, and I cannot say it's true or not because nobody really knows, but according to all my readings and research, it seems that it's 
uh, heaven is separated in seven levels and angels dwell according to the level in the hierarchy. They dwell in the levels of heaven and the highest, the archangel, the closest to God. And in this energy, it's pure love and all the people who experience near-death experiences, uh, who have been in a very deep comas, they go there, they see heaven, they see love, they feel the love, they see the light, they see angels. And I absolutely believe all these people who can witness this are really honest and this is what they see. It's really very emotional to talk about this because this is where we are all going once we pass on. You know, I, I believe in that too. And I, and, I, and I agree with you too that there are different levels. And as, you know, if we want to call it heaven or where, where we go after we pass on, you know, there are different levels and we, um, you know, we ascend. And maybe, and maybe we ascend, you know, where the angels are, which is a very lovely thought. Oh, yes, it's a wonderful place. And uh, angels uh, welcome us once we get there. And this is why it's important to think in terms of future, because life doesn't end when we pass, pass on. Life, it's another life that starts. And it's over there in this place of light. And in a very, very deep meditation, I have experienced one of the levels, and I've seen it, and I have seen, like you said, angels hovering over this dimension. They were like in a haze, very, very bright haze. And each angel had a different light inside. It was like um, this light first was coming from inside and radiating outside. It was beautiful. And the, the, the level of the angel was... Uh, seen according to the, the, the intensity of the light that was inside this sort of bubble of energy. And this was absolutely amazing and it's very reassuring. And I really want to tell the audience that this is where we go towards this being of light, of love. And it's all about feeling insecurity in, on this planet, although it's hard, although life is a challenge, although you see what goes on in the world and it's very painful to, to see such things and such massacres and slaughters and, and wars. And this is horrifying. But we all need to believe that angels don't want this to happen. Humans make it happen. Yeah. And we are unfortunately humans responsible for our deeds and angel help us like i said before when we have the good will but if we have a wrong will unfortunately this is what happens but we all need to know that when we are good people we do our best we are sure absolutely sure to go to this beautiful dimension of love and light I don't know if we're going to have time to do it in this segment, but we'll pick it up when we come back from the break. But I would like to know how you got interested in this and what was your first experience with an angel and how did that experience change your life? Okay, girls, I'm going to have to cut you off. We've got a cliffhanger because I need to take us to commercial break. But if you want to find out all of this about Marie-Ange, then you're going to have to stay tuned. This is Sandra Beck of Powered Up Talk Radio. I'm with my partner in crime out in New York, Linda Franklin. We're visiting today with Marie-Ange Fogerola. She wrote a book about angels, the definitive guide to angels from around the world. And if you are somebody who digs angels, if you find them fascinating and you want to contact 
contact them, communicate with them. She has meditations and practices and all sorts of cool things in here. The book is produced by Penguin Tarcher. It retails for $21.95. Neither Linda nor I have been paid anything to promote this book. We just thought it was cool. It's a beautifully done book. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Marie-Ange and find out how did all this angel stuff get started with her. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelov live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. This is God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and the topic for today is angels, and we are visiting with Marie-Ange Fogerola, and she wrote this great definitive guide to angels from around the world, and before we went to break, Linda Franklin teased us all with her question. Linda, I'm going to go put the mic back to you and have you ask Marie-Ange her questions, because I thought they were great ones. Okay, um, then I was just asking, um, what was your first experience with an angel, and how did that, that first encounter change your life? Oh, it's uh, really something that's very deep inside me. I was four years old, very, very young. I was riding my tricycle, 
very, very fast, and something stopped me. I have no idea what it was. Still now, I don't really know. Something stopped me, and I felt immense love. And this is so strange. When you're four years old, you can expect anything, but this was like something overwhelming, really. It was infinite love, and I felt love exists. And this idea of love, I never, ever forgot it. Because since I started thinking, I really, really having an open consciousness, I was always obsessed with love, always thinking there is love around. Why is this world so sad and so harsh and so difficult to live in? Because there is plenty of love. There is a spring of love that's here. And why, does, why don't the people really use it? And I think from there, I was four years old, I always had this in me, this love, plenty of love all around us. We just need to open up to this love and we'll receive it. And this love makes us happy and positive and successful. And uh, this also is the reason why Archangel Tzadkiel came to me today, because he's archangels of success and abundance and wealth. And it's not, it's not a bad thing to talk about wealth and, and prosperity. Prosperity is love. Because when you love someone, you want to give them gifts and help them and make them feeling safe, financially secure. And this is what love is. It's a whole. It's not just on one side, oh, I love you, but I can do other things. No, love is, love is a package and with everything. And the angels are around us and they are loving us all the time. It's there. We just need to tap into their energy and enjoy and relish their love. It's just there. When you were, when you were this four-year-old little girl and had your first experience, did you share that experience with your, with your mom and dad? And, and in subsequent um, experiences that you had, did you find that people looked at you like, you know, this, this little girl is, is crazy? And that was, that's the first question. And then the second is like, why are people so afraid to believe? Uh, thank you, Linda, for asking me this question, because I think a lot of people are worried about this. Um, first of all, I never said anything to anybody. I didn't tell my mother. I didn't tell my father. Uh, at that time in France, people were very conservative. I come from a very conservative family. So there was, it was out of question to talk about that. So I kept it for myself and it was, you know, maturing inside me. And that's, that's all it did. I could not talk about it. However, I know a lot of people who believe in angels. Uh, nowadays, they talk, you know, openly about angels. But years ago, it was more difficult. And I understand it's very difficult. And the thing is that people who really believe in angels and are shy and really uh, are reluctant to talk about their belief and what they felt and what their how they connected the prayers, the, the miracles they could see uh, in their lives, I think they should not be shy and scared about anything because when you are with love, accompanied with their love, they will protect you from people who are um, ill-intentioned and who don't want to receive their message. And if they don't, you just forget it. Just, you know, don't, don't insist because you will not convince somebody who doesn't want to hear about angels. 
Therefore, uh, enjoy your own angels for yourself if people around you don't want to share it with you. However, if you can talk about them and open in a, in a way that angels are not, I will be uh, really taking a risk to say some people believe it's kind of uh, stupid to believe in angels because we are naive if we believe in angels. We are uh, a little bit uh, narrow-minded. We are, have this perspective. Uh, but the thing is that it's not being narrow-minded it, because angels are related to God. They're God's messengers. And the Bible acknowledges it. And all the texts, the scripture, uh, the, the Quran, um, the, uh, the Hindus have angels. Everybody, like uh, uh, Sandra uh, explicited uh, in the beginning of the show, she said, absolutely true that there's angels everywhere. That's why I think when you believe in angels, you should talk about angels freely and feel like their love is around you. And if you are free to talk about angels, people around you will see how happy you are and how radiant you are and vibrant and alive. And they will be attracted to you because you're vibrant and alive because you live with love. And that is amazing with angels. Well, and Mariage, you know, angels aren't anything new for me. Growing up, I was raised Catholic. And so, you know, my mom always talked about, yo, she always tell me my guardian angel had to work overtime because I was always in trouble. Um, <laughs> but my question always was because, you know, and it, and it goes back to when I was a little girl and I would think about angels like, what's the point of an angel? Like, like, what's their job description? Like, why do they exist? Are they messengers? Are they like, for me, they were guardian angels that protected me and kept me out of trouble. But like, what's the purpose of an angel? Like, they're just here to serve us? Because that sounds really selfish. Uh, that's a very good question also, uh, Linda, very good, because a lot of people really want to know exactly what they do. So they have several functions. Uh, there is, as you know, there is high archangels and uh, different levels. Uh, it's like a, you imagine a company, you have different people doing different things. So we have basically two angels protecting us. We have the birth angel. Uh, this, these angels are on a scale of uh, the dates of the year. Uh, you have uh, from, for instance, three days from 7 of August, which is my date of birth, to 10 of August, you have Angel Seheya, who is the angel who is protecting all the people who were born between these three uh, in the three dates. And everybody, therefore, uh, for the whole year, has a birth angel. So this is the first angel who is there to protect you, to bring you a special... Um, has a, this angel has a special a specialty, and he will be either um, f protecting um, the, the harvest or uh, protecting your life, like uh, longevity, or each of them has, has a specialty. Um, this is the first angel that we have, and we have a second angel, who is the guardian angel, who was there when we were born, and he will leave us when we pass on. So this angel is always there with us to protect us. We can speak to him, ask, pray to him, ask him little things of life, and he's always there. And we can see uh, his presence when we feel some air around us. We feel a tap, little tap on the shoulder. We feel that um, we are in a, in a good mood. Uh, we feel his presence when we see a feather, a white feather on the floor. 
all these kind of signs that show that our guardian angel is right next to us. He's always with us, but sometimes we don't see him, but he's always with us. And besides these two basic angels who always stay with us all the time, there are many, many angels we can call on who are everywhere. And there are really, really tons and tons of angels that we call, can call on because they are at our disposal. And they are also God's messengers, meaning that they come to us, they receive our prayers and convey our prayers to God. So this is an important task that they have because when they convey our prayers to God, we need to trust them. They do it and they always do it. And I would like to say something to our audience. Uh, some people might say, oh, I pray to the angels and nothing happened. And I would like to say nothing happened because there is one advice I would give to everybody. When you pray to an angel, you need to be very specific to and know exactly what you want. Because sometimes you say, oh, I would like uh, to be happier. And that doesn't mean anything. You have to specify how you will be happier if you, uh, for instance, uh, meet somebody you will love. Uh, for instance, if you uh, want to buy the house of your dreams, you have to be specific. You have to know exactly what you want and you have to say exactly what you intend to get. So this is also really one of the reasons why sometimes uh, we feel the prayers are not heard, but they are heard. But sometimes we don't receive exactly what we asked for. So that's a uh, to, to say. And uh, there's also very high archangels that we can call on as often as we need for healing for great purposes um, I would like to say something that it's important not to bother uh, the angels for very little things for instance if you have a leak in your pipe in your house I suggest that you call the plumber <laughs> and not an angel um, angels are love light they are here to help us, like uh, Linda asked, why are they here for? To serve us, yes, because God is good and God is generous. And God wanted us to get to a next level, spiritual level, happier level, and more abundant level. And God, the, pr the, the purpose of our life is to improve, is to grow spiritually, mentally, physically, to stay fit, to grow old in a very wise way and, and balanced and happy. Happiness is not a concept, it's real. We can all be happy and we should all be happy. And if we connect to the angels, they help us to reach these goals of happiness, a better state of mind and growth. It's important to grow and this is a great purpose. And this is why I don't believe that we are doomed to to finish our lives like old people. It's, it's, you can be old and very wise and know a lot of things and have great connections with the, the, uh, the upper realms of angels and archangels. And I think this brings a lot of happiness and, and depth in your, in your consciousness and in your soul. And it's important. So the angels have a very, very important role. Not just Marianne, I need to take us to commercial break. We're uh, sorry. <laughs> angels, the definitive guide uh, to angels from around the world. More after the break. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin on Powered Up Talk Radio. For more shows like these, check us out on iTunes. You can go to TuggyNetRadio.com. You can also go to PoweredUpTalkRadio.com. We've got a two-year-long spirituality series going, and there's lots of cool topics like uh, what we're talking about today with Mariage and angels. And now, Linda, I'm going to go to you because you have a great question. Um, yes. I mean, it may not be a great question, but it's certainly something that I've been thinking about all day, and it... it you know, if we are, and I believe we are, godly beings, which means we have we have pieces of God inside of us, if we would only realize how powerful we were, I think it would, you know, blow our minds. Um, so why do we need the angels to to connect with God? If we're that powerful, why can't we connect ourselves? And are they like the middlemen, or, or are they the sole connection? I know there's a lot of things rolled up in that, but I know you'll have answers. <laughs> yes, uh, there's a lot of uh, things. Uh, you, you specified the soul. I think the soul is the connection with God. Uh, we definitely have parts of God. We are God's children, and um, we are his kids and we need parents and we need the angels to be our parents and they're they are the medium between god and us and uh, they also report to god what we're doing how he can help us and our prayers are conveyed to god and our soul is a is a light and this light because life is love 
is the embodiment of love. It's the way love is represented through light. And because we have a soul that is light, this light is connected to God and the angels who are beings of light. And it's through this light that we can grow and the light grows. For instance, if you see a dark, dark room and you bring just one candle in this room, this room is no longer dark. And the more candles you bring, the lighter and the brighter the, the, the room will be. Unlike darkness, which is always dark, 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 you can add dark, it's still, it's still dark, nothing changes. Whereas light brings more light, that brings more light. And this is what uh, the purpose why God wants angels to help us, is to bring more light in this world. It's to enlighten the world. And I think we each and every one of us uh, has a great, great purpose, is to bring the, more light to the world, to bring more love to the world. And it's a great purpose, I think. And uh, besides this like ultimate purpose, each person has a mission uh, to be a doctor, uh, a surgeon, uh, a gardener, whatever. Exactly, it could be all types of professions. And it can, we also can be uh, working for charities. We all have a purpose. It's and it, The angels work with us to find this purpose. And uh, uh, Sandra, you talked about a middle, middle, uh, li- midlife, or people who change life when they are 40, 45, 50, 60. And I absolutely want to say, to say that where, whatever your age is, it's never too late. And this is very important. This is a message that I received from the angels who told me, never think it's too late. I came to America, I was uh, 50, 56, so 55, 56. It's never too late. And I was dreaming of America when I was a child. Okay. So whenever it happens, it happens because it's in your it's your new story. It's written in the book of your destiny. And you have a great destiny before you. Just grab it and ask the angels to grab it and you will get where you're supposed to go and you will feel wiser and really balanced and feeling this light inside your soul that's going to grow and grow, radiate around you, around the people you love. And this light will radiate around the world. This is why these missions are very important, and each person is very important in the whole world. Tell us about spiritual guides. I know they're different from angels, but do they work with the angels to to get us, you know, kind of knock us uh, on the head to say, wake up and 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 know what's going on, or or understand yourself more, or do this, not that kind of thing. Um, I personally believe spiritual guides are people who passed away and who come back to us to, to, to tell us, don't be worried, I'm here with you as I always was when I was alive. Mm. Um, they can protect us. Some people mm-hmm. believe in spirits, uh, absolutely believe that energy is everywhere. Yeah. So we can have spirits, we can have everything around us that's non-tangible. But I honestly, I will tell you, I don't really know what connection they have with the angels. The thing I know, angels are love, therefore they obviously love them. Uh, but I have not connected uh, to uh, as an angel and a spirit. I, have, I didn't have this experience, so I couldn't say 
I don't really know, but I'm sure there is only love. So if there's love, there is a connection. So I want to ask a question, um, and this doesn't have anything to do with anything we're talking about, but, you know, I have your book here, and I'm like the world's best test monkey. I will try everything in here. (laughs) Can I just oracle it? Like, you know, like there's all these different, you know, like agreements, and there's candles. I can't wait to go out and, you know, justify my shopping. Um, But where do I start for this? You know, like there's so many different meditations. Can I just open the book and do one? Or do I really need to figure out what I want first? You know, Linda, the best thing to do is to follow your feeling, your intuition. How do you feel? Uh, if you feel attracted to one or one of these rituals, just go for it. And if you feel like, no, this one, I don't feel it. Just follow your intuition or whatever you like. Uh, If you feel like, oh, today I need to be more energetic, find the proper ritual and uh, and do it. It's uh, it's as simple as this. There is no obligation to perform a ritual. Um, I've written all these rituals because they were sent to me, like I said before, by the angels. It's a great connection, and they are pure and without uh, specific purpose out there i mean the angels didn't really want us to do something special they just want to help us and so we have us to find how we're going to help ourselves so we choose the ritual we like and i would like to add that the angels love when we perform rituals they absolutely love it it's a it's a celebration it's exactly when you have your family when you invite people from your family or friends for dinner you are very happy to have a beautiful table you are very happy to serve delicious food and this is exactly what you do with, a, with an altar and when you perform a ritual. So you just, it's an angelic celebration and you can ask whatever you want. The energy is very high, very strong. And this is why I recommend rituals because everybody's happy to perform it. So it's a great idea and uh, I'm sure you will be very happy once you perform a ritual, when you buy a, a very uh, a beautiful flower and these little things that you can add and you can, you can personalize your, your, your altar when you perform the ritual. And it's a great moment, a great connection and, and, and really a, a very strong time that you spend only for the angels and you. And it's you and them, them and you. And it's a great moment. So uh, if you can perform it, it's great. And I suggest well, that... Oh, the, sorry. Go ahead, Marianne. Uh, the, the audience can perform these rituals. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It's not only, you know, a lot of people see spirituality as something, oh, it's a, oh, it's a, oh, ah. No, it's something that you feel from inside that has to make you, make you happy and you need to feel it. Oh, I'm going to perform a ritual. It's not something uh, grave. It's something fun. It's something exciting. Well, and I just want to say to our listeners, since they can't see your book right now, that it's not anything weird in here. Like, you're not, you're not asking you to, you know, like chop a head off a chicken or something. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you know, it's candles and there's water and sometimes there's salt. And, you know, and I love that you have to take a bath first. You don't have to, but begin by taking a bath because my mom was always adamant. You take a bath and you get scrubbed clean, like before you go to church. And, you know, we would fast before going to church. And, you know, we had all these rituals that prepared us, you know, to to cleanse ourselves both spiritually and emotionally and physically. So that ritual aspect helps me and it helps me set the stage because when I learned how to meditate on one of our shows a couple years ago, Honest to God, Marianne, I just could not sit down and do it. Like, I had to have the cushion. I had to have my mat. I had to have the candle to look at. Like, I couldn't focus. And so 
I think that a lot of these materials that you've you've brought through in this book will help me focus because otherwise I'm like, you know, chasing a shiny hubcap as it rolls down the street. Uh, I, I agree with you, Linda. I have to say that I'm not a great person for meditation. So this is why also my problem is that I can barely stay hours sitting there and doing nothing. And it's uh, when you're an energetic person, sometimes meditation is not for you. Therefore, this is why also the angels sent me all these rituals because I feel like, oh, wow, my energy is going to be there. I'm going to create it. And I, we have performed a lot of rituals with my children and everybody's happy because we are going to buy this, buy that. And it's not expensive. I want to tell the audience, it's not very, it's very simple things. Sometimes a piece of paper, a little ribbon, uh, a flower, just a rose, or uh, it's not expensive salt water like you said and this is exciting and it, it makes you feel really energetic and this is why the, your, your your vibration becomes higher because you're you're happy to do it and you you are energetic so uh, but meditation is great too when you start meditating with angels you will see you can experience amazing light and force that you feel that's coming to you but that's more practice i uh, agree <laughs> well and i just wanted you know for the people listening today i wanted to read one of your prayers uh, so that people could get an idea and it says holy angel give me abundance wealth and power send your golden ray upon my life open the path of success for me give me your benefits i pledge to use them with goodness and generosity i shall be eternally grateful amen how hard is that um, well, this, I can tell you, this really was sent by the angels. It's, uh, this is how it came. It's not really me thinking of it. I didn't really spend time to think. It really came like so naturally. I would write like this prayers and prayers because they came from my heart and it was very simple and natural in real connection. Well, and, and that's exactly, I've got to end the show, so I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's exactly how I would present your book. It's simple, it's natural, it's easy to follow, it's it's entertaining, and it's and it's fun. So you guys are going to want to check out the book, Marie-Ange Fauzerallah, Angels, the Definitive Guide to Angels from Around the World. It's Penguin Tarcher, wherever books are sold. It's a beautiful book, and I will tell you, it would make a great gift. Like, this would be something I would love to give so as we get into holiday season we want to think about this because i totally dig this book thank you mariage and we will have more from powered up next week We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and pre-